The Titans have announced a number of new coaching staff hires in addition to those they are retaining from Mike Vrabel's staff. We have a lot of updates since our last podcast. We're going to break down what these new additions can bring as coaches for the Titans. This is the Music City Audible. Let's get to it. We the ones they talking about. Broadway Sports Media. Justin and Justin Titans podcast show. Some of it was bad, but hopefully you'll you probably piece something together. Outstanding. There's an earthquake in the middle of the podcast. Unbelievable. We're begging for listeners. That's all we do. We all we got. Hey, Titans on three. One, two, three. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Music City Audible podcast presented by Broadway Sports Media in partnership with 440 Sports. I'm Justin Graver. With me, as always, is Justin Mello, and we are going to break down these new staff additions today, what they can bring to the Titans, as well as going through the holdovers, the ones that are left over from Mike Vrabel's staff, how they survived, and what their roles may be under the new staff, some guys changing positions. So we're going to get into all of that right now. Justin, how is it going? Doing well, man. Excited to talk about these coaching hires as well. And a lot of them, of course, we're not going to spend time on because they were ones that were previously reported that I think you and I touched on last week. You know, Tyke Tolbert and Frank Bush, Steve Jackson, Bill Callahan, a lot of them just confirmed what we already knew. But a couple of new additions that for whatever reason uh, went unreported at the time. Uh, maybe their agents don't care to leak that sort of information or the coaches don't care. Uh, but a couple of hires here that uh, went unreported until Jim Wyatt and the Titans confirmed it. That's right. And also a few retention to the staff. We speculated that there could be some guys retained last week, and that is a lot of guys now official there. I want to start there. Let's start with Justin Outen because we talked about him potentially being in the mix to come back next year, but we talked about him as possibly a running backs coach or run game coordinator. He is now going to be the tight ends coach. So that's an interesting little change for him. He has coached tight ends in his past, so it's not like it doesn't make sense to put him there, but it's definitely a different role. Um, Anything noteworthy there? Yeah, I'm going to offer some exclusive info to our listeners and our our watchers here on YouTube that I haven't put out anywhere else. You might have, if you follow me on Twitter, a couple of, um, less than a week ago, I guess, I, I, I reported broke news that Justin Naughton, uh, Titans had declined interview requests that he had received right from elsewhere. So it's pretty obvious they were leaning towards keeping him. And then Paul Kuharski came through with the confirmed uh, that they were moving him to tight ends coach and that they were in fact keeping him. Uh, I can tell our listeners now, it was actually two teams, uh, multiple teams that put in three separate requests to interview wow. Justin on one team put in two requests. They initially put in a request as a position coach. The Titans declined. They really wanted him. They came back to the Titans and said, hey, tried to pull the old, well, what about if we add, you know, run game coordinator to his title? The Titans still said, no, that's not Mm -hmm. a promotion. We want to keep this guy. And then another team put in a a request to speak with him as well. And uh, Titans were pretty hell-bent on keeping him around. I'm glad, you know, at the time when that happened, they hadn't decided that they were for sure keeping him, right? right? They had an idea that they liked him. You know, I would assume, you know, Brian Callahan knows he's so well-versed in the West Coast offense, has coached with Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. That's probably what stood out to Callahan initially. So thankfully this worked out, you know, for Justin Allen, because it's a hell of a thing if you decline those requests and then you get rid of the guy. And perhaps, you know, that staff would have already filled that role that they initially had interest in you for. So uh, glad it worked out for Coach Otten staying here in, in Nashville. And he, he's very well-versed in tight ends, not going to be a problem at all. 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's a good get to keep on the Titan staff and continue building what we called an all-star staff last week. A few more names to add to that list. Um, the other big noteworthy retention hire was Chris Harris, who returns as the defensive passing game coordinator and cornerbacks coach. This is a guy who was interviewing for defensive coordinator jobs a couple weeks ago, and now the Titans get him back Tua. in essentially the same role that he was in. Yeah, he interviewed for two coordinator jobs. Uh, every year he seems to get an interest. He's yet yeah. to find a team willing to take the plunge. It shows you how tough life is in this league, you know, to get that promotion. It doesn't come by very often. Uh, uh, a, a great a victory, I will say, for Brian Callahan, keeping this guy on staff. And I think he's going to mesh really well uh, with Denard Wilson. You know, two guys, uh, young ascending coaches that both played the position in the league, um, I think they're going to get along great. I really do. And and you're and you're adding him, adding him. You're <laughs> keeping him on a staff that adds Steve Jackson, right? Another former player that played in the secondary. We now know his official title is safety slash secondary coach. Um, we were wondering how that would work with them potentially keeping Chris Harris. Now we know. Um, I really like the makeup of that defensive backfield staff. I think they're going to get along great, and that always helps. Um, you know, when players are acclimating to to uh, well, reacclimating to Chris Harris, but also acclimating to some of the new faces on that staff. Yeah, absolutely. So the other names that the Titans will retain, just going to run through these quickly: Anthony Levine, senior, as an assistant special teams coach; Clinton McMillan, assistant defensive line pass rush specialist; Lori Locus, defensive quality control coach. Kylan Butler as an offensive assistant, Matt Jones as an offensive assistant, and Luke Stalker as an offensive assistant. And then uh, from the strength and conditioning staff, they've retained Brian Bell, Tyler Roos, and Haley Roberts. I think the two interesting things that stick out to me, number one, Lori Locust, good on her, good on the Titans for keeping her around. It's cool to have, you know, a woman in that position and be part of like the innovative new NFL where we don't, where there's no, there's less they're still there, but there's less sexism and racism when it comes to coaching staff hires. And, and a Super Bowl winner, right? With yep. Bay Buccaneers. That's right. So uh, keeping her on staff. And then the other one that's really interesting and stands out to me is Anthony Levine Sr. as an assistant special teams coach when they haven't hired a special teams coordinator yet. So yeah. they're that's whoever true. they whoever they hire a special teams coordinator, it's like, here's your assistant. You don't get to pick him. So that one kind of stuck a good out point. to me. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, it's a big role, by the way, that still needs to be filled, special yeah. teams coordinator. I imagine they've interviewed more people than we know of. We've only heard of one, and he already took the job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we really don't know who's going to be the special teams coordinator. I hope they're not struggling to fill it, but certainly <laughs> it's interesting that they've come this way, This, you know, this They've come this far and still haven't hired a special teams coordinator. So that is interesting. You mentioned Lori Locus. I wanted to mention, uh, so you got that uh, sort of out of the way. Luke Stalker, hopefully he doesn't call any runs at the one-yard line for a tight end like Mike Vrabel once called for him uh, uh, at, at the goal line. Uh, glad to see he's sticking around, all kidding aside. Uh, the one thing that I want to mention here collectively, and I find this ironic and funny, is Brian Callahan has kept 11 coaches from yeah. Mike Vrabel's staff. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a, um, I got to get it. I'm sorry. I know I've become the villain almost in this fan base, but that's a lot for, you know, everyone swears Mike Vrabel had the worst staff ever. Uh, that's a lot, right? Mike Vrabel kept six of Mike Munchak's coaches when he took over. And by the way, super ironic. Everyone hated that staff. And Brian Callahan has hired two people from that Mike Munchak staff. That's yeah. so funny to me. And again, not I don't I don't mind it. It's just so funny because everyone swore that staff was awful. Two of them are now back. That's so random. And uh, again, Mike Vrabel's staff so bad that Brian Callahan keeps eleven of them. Uh, the ironic the uh, the ironic part of it is 
I think it's way more than either you or I would have guessed after like they fired Charles London, they fired Tim Kelly, they fired Shane Bowen. Like they got rid of all these guys that we thought might stick around uh, and they ended up keeping 11 of them. I, I have no problem with it. I, I'm really happy that specifically Justin Auten, uh, Lori Locust and, 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 and Chris Harris have stayed. Uh, but I didn't expect the total number to be 11 all said and done. Yeah, same. So that, that'll be interesting. It's cool that those guys don't have to find new jobs. And it's always like the big thing that nobody talks about when a coach head coach gets fired is like you're putting 20 or 30 people out of a job when you do that. But regardless, that is the, the coaches the Titans have retained on their staff, the new coaches. We've already talked, as you mentioned, about defensive coordinator Denard Wilson, offensive coordinator Nick Holtz, offensive line coach Bill Callahan, Tyke Tolbert, the wide receivers coach. Um, and the guys on defense, Frank Bush, Steven Jackson. So let's talk about the new additions here. I want to start where at the most pos- important position in football, where there was a lot of speculation that there was a connection between Bo Hardegree and Brian Callahan. And indeed, Bo Hardegree has been hired as the quarterback's coach. Bo Hardegree has a very interesting resume to me. This is a guy who was promoted when uh, Josh McDaniels was fired in Las Vegas last year. Bo Hardigree is the one who was promoted to interim offensive coordinator, called plays for the remainder of the Raiders season. Their offense saw a a bump in production when he took over as the interim offensive coordinator. Very interesting that the Titans head coach, who was an offensive coordinator, has never called actual plays at the NFL level (laughs) outside of preseason games. Nick Holtz, the new offensive coordinator, has never really called plays at the NFL level. But the quarterback's coach does have experience calling plays. Just an interesting hierarchy there for guys with different levels of experience. But obviously, that experience will be valuable, a valuable addition to a staff for, like I said, the coaches that are in charge of calling the plays, the head coach and the offensive coordinator, have never done it before. So nice to have someone like Bo Hardegree to rely on. And I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Brian Callahan and Nick Holtz will never call plays for an offense that scores 70 points in a single game, like Bo Hardegree did this past year. They put up 70 on the Chargers. Right. He was the one that was the OC well, at that point. I think there was one or two defensive touchdowns in there, Fair. but point taken. <laughs> Sorry, 56. Maybe we'll go with 56. And My prediction probably stands at 56. So they may never call plays for an offense that scores 56 points. Um, I identified him as a potential candidate to be offensive coordinator when they had Brian Callen, and I've got that in writing. I wrote an article on it five uh, candidates. I, I didn't have Nick Holtz, so uh, I deserve some flack for that one, but I did have Bo Hardegree on that list. I think it's a good get. You know, he was an interim OC, did a good job getting him as QB coach. And I think more importantly, you know how I feel about the Nick Holtz hire. Uh, I think it sets up a potential successor situation. If you decide you need another OC at some point, um, you've got one, I think already on staff that could potentially fill that role. So I really like the hire. He's a Tennessee native, by the way, as well, born and raised there in Tennessee, worked under Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels with the new England Patriots previously. So mm-hmm. I really like this one. Yeah. I just looked it up. The final score of that game was 63 to 21. So they did not score 70. Oh and my there, bad. And there Sorry. were two defensive touchdowns. So the offense put up 49 points, but the last time the Titans offense put up 49 points, Mike Vrabel wasn't even the head coach. So take that for what it is. Um, Anyway, moving on to the next addition here to the staff, uh, running backs coach Randy Jordan. Randy Jordan has spent the last 10 seasons with the Washington Commanders. He played running back in the league, uh, you know, coached up Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson. He's been coaching running backs for a long time, started at the University of Nebraska in 2004 as a running backs coach. So a guy who's been coaching running backs for 
longer than most of us have been covering the league. Uh, definitely a guy uh, adding to that, you know, the, the top level guys, Brian Callahan, Nick Holtz, not a ton of experience, younger guys, but we continue to see with some of these assistants like Tyke Tolbert and now Randy Jordan and obviously Bill Callahan, guys with tons of experience in the league and coaching their, their certain position group. I think it's most interesting about this one. I don't, I, I'm going to say it with confidence. This is a Bill Callahan hire through and through. It's not a Brian Callahan hire. It's a Bill Callahan hire. How many years have they spent together? I mean, this is, I thought we had talked about this one last week. I guess we had just missed it. Uh, he played for Bill Callahan for a number of years. I said that correctly. Played for him with the Oakland Raiders for a number of years. We know the connections between the Callahans in Nebraska. Then he later coached under Callahan, coached with the Raiders. As soon as he retired as a player with the Raiders, he went into coaching with the Raiders. Callahan was on that staff the whole time. Coached under him again, I think, at Nebraska and Texas A&M and the Washington Commanders. I mean, wow. they have spent a crazy amount of time together, these two coaches, okay? So, and, and then I guess, you know, they liked Randy enough in Washington where when Bill left for Cleveland, they just kept Randy there. I mean, he's been there for the last 10 years, as you said. So this is a Bill Callahan hire through and through. There's and no it, doubt about it. And it and makes I love sense it, because um, the offensive line coach is often, you know, in charge of helping come up with running right. schemes and what you're going to do in the run game. And they're an has extension to be, of each other. Exactly. The offensive line and the running backs have to be in sync. So it's very, again, we talk a lot about how collaboration has been a theme of this off season. Like the offensive line coach and the running backs coach have to collaborate a lot. So if Bill Callahan's going to be your offensive line coach and he's but, like the best coach on the staff in terms of what he's done at his, for his position group, you want him to have someone he's very comfortable with working with the running backs. They probably know each other as well as any O-line RB coach combo in the NFL. Right. I'm going to, to venture a guess on that topic, right? So uh, this ensures that both position groups, they're going to be learning simultaneously and you feel like it'll be in sync, right? And they'll be developing at hopefully a similar stage. You know, everyone develops differently, but you know what I mean by that. So uh, uh, really, no, definitely a strong, strong hire, a Bill Callahan hire through and through. Yeah, let's finish up the offense here with Peyton McCollum, who will be assistant wide receivers coach. He was a defensive assistant for the Colts last year. He's coached in the NFL for three years, a much younger guy. Assistant wide receivers coach is a guy who, you know, you, you want someone younger in that position that's learning. How, it's going to go on to be a wide receivers coach one day or somewhere on the offensive staff. Um, not a, not much use, in my opinion, spending too much time on him. Do you, Is there anything you want to say about Peyton McCollum before we flip over to the defense? No, I mean, he coached within the division last year, and he'll learn a lot from Tyke Tolbert. So I think a good hire with potential future uh, projections in mind. Right. All right. On the defensive side, as we mentioned already, Denard Wilson, defensive coordinator, Frank Bush, linebackers coach, Steve Jackson, secondary and safeties coach. Chris Harris returns as passing game coordinator and cornerbacks coach. New additions, Tracy Rocker, defensive line, and Ben Bloom, outside linebackers. Tracy Rocker is another guy that goes on the all-star coaching candidate list, adding to this staff in a big way. Coached with the Philadelphia Eagles with Denard Wilson. Um, not last year, obviously, Denard Wilson was gone, but Rocker was in Philly the last few years, coaching guys like Fletcher Cox and that incredible defensive line that led them to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And also coached with the Titans, was a part of Jarrell Casey's development when he first came into the league. So Tracy Rocker, another all-star coach added to this staff i know i'm getting old because I, I recognize the name immediately i said he's coached <laughs> for the titans before and then i quickly found out he did in 2011 to 2013 under mike munchak's staff uh look it, it's a good addition I, I think the thing that struck me the most about him 
or this really, uh, generally speaking, Denard Wilson has really filled out this defensive staff himself, I feel like. And I kind of appreciate that Brian Callahan has has gotten out of his way, if you will, because this is no coincidence, right? Frank Bush, Steve Jackson, Tracy Rocker, they all coached with Denard Wilson in the past. So these are Denard Wilson hires, in my opinion, through and through. Too much there to be a coincidence. Uh, Look, Rocker, it's it's the life of an NFL position coach, okay? In 2022, 70 sacks for the Eagles, right? Best defensive line coach in the league. Oh my God, right? Best defense. This year, they struggled a bit defensively. You saw some of that on the D-line. I think some of the young guys, you know, I don't know that they've developed, you know, Jordan Davis and and Nolan Smith. But again, I say this all the time, players, not coaches. I, I don't put a ton of that on Tracy Rocker. I didn't love them coming out as prospects, right? But you look at some of the other work he's done, Hassan Reddick, 16 sacks in 2022. Not a guy that was uh, had a ton of success before coming to Philadelphia. They didn't know what to do with him. Arizona, Carolina, he was a tweener. Uh, Josh Sweat, a fourth-round pick, has developed really nicely there. They talked about Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, a guy that's been there forever. So uh, Tracy Rocker's uh, resume is good enough. It's long enough to say that this is a good hire. And you also look at some of the work he's done. I mean, this guy has been coaching for 32 years. So another person, another coach that adds a lot of experience for a a young, inexperienced defensive coordinator, someone he can rely on in that regard. And then you look at what he did last year. The Eagles signed Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue in the middle of the season. It's his job to get them up to speed quickly enough to be impact players. And they were so good, they helped lead that team, yes, to the Super Bowl. So another great hire here, Tracy Rocker. And then we're going to finish up the new additions on defense with Ben Bloom, who will be coaching the outside linebackers. Um, Do you know anything about Ben Bloom you can add to this convo? Not a lot, I'll be honest. I think the one thing that struck me as interesting is he's the one that doesn't have, I couldn't find a connection with Denard Wilson. Uh, I wish I had more time to search, but I searched pretty thoroughly. Couldn't find them directly crossing paths. I looked between him and Rand Carthon. Couldn't find that either uh, since Rand had crossed paths with some of the defensive staff members. I think Denard Wilson, Frank Bush specifically. Um, He did coach with Bill Callahan in Cleveland Hmm. recently. I don't know if that means anything, right? Then, you know, could Brian have said to his father, you know, we're still looking for an outside linebackers coach. I mean, maybe Bill said, hey, I, I really liked Ben in Cleveland, thought he did a good job. Who knows, right? I'm, I'm not saying that happened. It, who knows? I uh, spent a lot of time with the Dallas Cowboys before he ended up in Cleveland. I think he was there for like 10 years with Dallas. Uh, some pretty good defenses throughout his time there. And then certainly some good defenses in Cleveland. Multiple hats he wore uh, throughout the years. I think he was a senior defensive assistant at one point. He was still in his 30s, <laughs> I think, when he was a senior defensive assistant. It's a guy that got into coaching very, very young. Expectations are high. I liked Ryan Crow, the outside linebackers coach that under Mike Vrabel. So yeah. expectations are high. And, uh, you know, he's got a good group to work with here with Harold Landry. Hopefully they bring back Dina Kowatri, probably get a young guy in this room at some point soon. So uh, he'll have a good mix of vets and young guys to work with. And Arden Key, too, who has shown right. potential, but not necessarily the consistency. So, yeah, it was with Cleveland the last four years, was with, was with Dallas and for nine years, not 10, but nine years before that. And uh, last year, coaching the defensive line, obviously, Miles Garrett won Defensive Player of the Year the other night. Coach so under Jim Schwartz, too. And, yeah, so he, he was part of you know, helping make a really good Browns defense even better, coaching the defensive line there, which is where I think the the, the strength of that defense lied was with the, the pass rush and, and those players there. So a great hire here with Ben Bloom. I don't know too much about him, but his, his history looks pretty good. Last guy we're going to talk about here is Tom Jones, who joins the staff as assistant to the head coach who was with the Raiders for 25 years. <laughs> 
And I made this a uh, joke or not really a joke. It's just a, a fact in the group chat. Feels like Tom Jones is going to be Brian Callahan's stretch. The the John Stryker to Mike Vrabel will be Tom Jones to Brian Callahan. He's now with the Los Angeles Rams, by the way, stretch. Yeah. Another guy everyone hated and <laughs> hired by a pretty good franchise there. Sean McVay, less need. But uh, the Tom Jones, is, have you ever seen anyone? He spent the last two years as vice president of the football ops and assistant head coach. I mean, I, I for me, I, I don't know I've ever seen it. Extremely rare, unheard of, borderline unheard of to me. Um, 25 years. The other thing that's unheard of is consistency, right? Job security in this business, unheard of. This guy is like from the Bay Area. He joined them as an intern in 1996. So, I mean, finally moving his life across, uh, somewhere else, right? It's unheard of in sports. You have to spend this much time with one franchise. Hopefully, it's a testament to how good he is at his job. I assume that it is. Um, did he have a choice to leave the Raiders? I don't know if he did or didn't. Obviously, a new head coach, a new GM there. So it's possible that they were like, you know what? It's time to move on here. Um, then he, maybe he didn't have a choice but to look for a new job. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, again, he spent so much time there with this team that he worked under Bill Callahan, or sorry, worked with Bill Callahan in the late 90s and early 2000s when Bill Callahan was there as offensive coordinator and head coach. And then he worked with Brian Callahan for the same franchise in like, what, more than a decade later, I think 2017 or 2018, whenever Brian was quarterback's coach of the Raiders. So to me, uh, this is a Callahan's hire. He knows yeah. them both really, really well. It's probably what helped uh, them identify him as a candidate for this role. And I'm glad that Brian Callahan, as a first-time head coach, has hired an assistant head coach, someone that can help him manage not only the day-to-day, -day, but sometimes some of that in-game stuff that's going to be very new to him, clock management, timeouts, all that stuff. Uh, Tom Jones has, has done that. and I, I, I still cannot believe this guy worked as vice VP of football ops and assistant head coach at the same time. Uh, but certainly uh, someone that had his hands in a lot of areas of the organization, sort of how Chad Brinker is maybe for the front office. Tom Jones will be for this uh, football staff. Yeah, man. He, before he was the vice president of football operations, he was the director of team operations. Right. So still had a big hand in just like how the team functioned in the organizational structure of things. So very interesting hire there. We'll see. Like you said, someone that Brian Callahan can lean on as a first-time head coach, definitely going to be a valuable resource. All right, Justin, that does it. Coaching staff hires. As we mentioned, still looking for a special teams coordinator. When that hire happens, we'll be able to break it down. No candidates that we've even known about, other than the one who's already been hired by Tampa Bay, the former Giants special teams coordinator, that a lot of Titans fans were like, no, do not hire him when he was mentioned as <laughs> well, an interview Well, a lot, a lot of Giants fans were like, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. He was that LSU for a while, our pal Robert Greenlaw is a big LSU guy, so he had experience, and he was like, oh, please, God, no, based <laughs> on what he saw from LSU special teams that year. Uh, but uh, anyway, he's not going to be the guy. He, he, he's working under Todd Bowles uh, in Tampa Bay. All right, so that will do it for the staff additions there. We'll see what these guys can bring. And again, special teams coordinator, still an unknown, still to be a position to be filled, as well as the head strength trainer position. We don't know where that's going to go yet. Brian Callahan, Denard Wilson, and Nick Holtz spoke to the media on Wednesday 
Really great press conference. If you haven't checked that out, Denard Wilson, what an exciting hire. So anyway, that'll do it for this one. We will be back on Monday looking at the Titans dream offseason. So we're going to go through a number of free agents, a bunch of guys that we think the Titans could sign, some realistic, some maybe not realistic, but again, it's a dream scenario. So we're going to get into all that on Monday's episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks more to those of you who are watching the YouTube channel at the Music City Audible podcast. Go ahead and subscribe if you aren't yet and stay tuned again for that Monday episode. Follow Justin on Twitter at Justin M underscore NFL. You can follow me at Titans Film Room. We'll be back then. So until then, y'all stay safe out there and tighten up. A Broadway Sports Media Production.